Welcome to another episode of Brain Boom with your host, Matt West, where you will hear empowering stories of entrepreneurs, artists, and athletes who trusted the progress. is Lauren? Who is Lauren? What a great question. So I am an immigration attorney. I am a nonprofit founder, the nonprofit, the Brave House. I'm a youth worker. I'm an optimist. I'm a meditator. I'm a hugger. All these things. Hug I'd give that. you a big hug right now if we were in person. But I love it. So I love, I love the fact that you, um, you embody all of those things. Now, tell me a little bit more about why it was, um, or why, or how was your brand conceived and why it was a great time to get it started? So the Brave House, we are a nonprofit supporting young immigrant women in New York City. And we provide legal and holistic services, but really first and foremost, we're a sisterhood in a community. And I really started it after years of working as an immigration attorney in this nonprofit space, working with undocumented young people and just hearing over and over this kind of pattern of similar struggles and challenges that they were facing. And a big struggle is needing legal support. And many people don't know that immigrants in the United States, you don't have the right to a free attorney when you're in your deportation proceedings. So this means that anyone, including children, would have to go up in front of an immigration judge on their own and tell their story. So you can imagine like, you know, an eight-year-old sitting in front of a judge wow. wearing the, the judge has the robes on and everything, right? And there's a prosecutor on, on the other side of the aisle and they have to tell their story. So first and foremost, I wanted a place where people could come and get free legal support, no questions asked, right? But the second piece is doing it in a way that's holistic and views the young person as a whole person. So at the Brave House, we don't just do the legal case, we do English lessons, dance class, yoga, art therapy, rock climbing, resume writing, we go to museum, you know, museum of natural history, really anything that's kind of geared towards wellness or life skills, or just um, kind of healing from trauma. Most of the young women we work with um, are survivors of some form of gender-based violence or abuse. So the idea is that you can come to the Brave House and get an attorney to fight your immigration case, but also come make friends, have fun. And um, you can also learn some really great skills that can help enhance your educational and career opportunities. And the time is, it's now, right? Immigrants are facing a lot of challenges, especially, you know, in 2020, it's a really difficult time to be an immigrant in the United States. So I think that any organization that's doing this work to help is, 
is really needed right now. Yeah, that work is definitely needed. And tell me a little bit more about some of the challenges you were faced with as you were building out this this service because it's a, it's an amazing service. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of challenges. So working in immigration right now is tough. Uh, working with youth is also tough. We've all been teenagers, right? It's just a really tough time in a person's life. And it can be even more challenging if you're here in this country without your family or without your parents. And um, many of the young people we work with, they are here alone. They're either in a shelter or they're in foster care or they're living with a friend of a friend of a friend. Um, so those the combination of working in immigration and working with youth is definitely challenging. Um, and both of those areas are challenging on their own, but then also throw in trying to start a new organization. And my, my background, my skills, I'm an immigration attorney, right? So I had to start from scratch learning, like literally Googling from my couch, how to start a nonprofit, how to incorporate a business, I don't have a business background. Um, but the beauty of it was that once I kind of put it into the universe that this is what I'm trying to do, this is what I want to start, people just wanted to help. They People would come out and be like, okay, I can design your logo, or I can teach an art class, or I can be an English tutor. So it has been incredibly challenging, but I felt really supported from my community and my network. Um, and then also the girls that we work with, they themselves are incredible and they make the work so much easier. Um, right now we have 60, actually 63 young women from over 12 different countries that we're working with and their age is 16 to 24 and they are just the most resilient but also smart engaging enthusiastic people i've met so when we're thinking of events they're like okay yeah let's go rock climbing cool um oh this other event you have an idea for lauren like that's whack we're not doing that <laughs> so they give me the the direct feedback so even though i have been building it and it's been challenging i have like all this input all these people helping and then just kind of having to have the mindset of adapting and flowing and being okay with things being unpredictable and yeah, immigration policies are going to change weekly, daily, hourly, but um, as long as you can adjust the strategy and um, realize that there's, it's not just a legal case with no person attached to it. This is, it's real people with real lives. So for the young women, it's like, how do we kind of address their different needs without having a cookie cutter answer for everybody? And that's super uncomfortable and that's challenging as a founder, but you work through it and you grow from it. And, and as you were growing, it sounds like you had the ability to adapt. So if you had to do this all over again and you started from scratch today, what piece of advice would you share to yourself? Mm. Mm. So... I struggle with this question, right? Because there's so there's so much advice I would want to give to myself. Like, 
first of all, keep that fire girl, but slow down, right? Like my instincts, and I feel like a lot of founders are this way, is just a bias towards action. So you see something and you're like, all right, I'm jumping in, like got all these ideas. And then you just sprint and you kind of, you get a lot done, but you miss a lot too. So I would tell myself, this is a beautiful journey and this is a beautiful opportunity and like be there for it, experience it, taste every moment of this juicy, painful, exciting experience, right? Because then also when you slow down, you open up more space, I think, for creativity and flow and being able to adapt. Um, so I would think I would tell myself to slow down. At the same time, though, like when you ask that, part of me wants to say I wouldn't tell her anything. I would let her make all the mistakes. Hmm. Uh, I would let her keep being naive because I think there's something magic that can be born out of being a little naive because you can see possibilities where other people see obstacles. So when I was on the brink of starting all of this, I was just like, full body, yes, let's do it. Like jump into the fire. And I had my first uh, pitch for a seed grant. And I remember there was a woman who was like, whoa, whoa, like this is way too much. This is too hard. There's too many questions it's going to be too difficult and I was like Psh, what does she know and now that I'm in it I'm like oh yeah she was totally right <laughs> this is really big and it's really hard but I think I wouldn't change I wouldn't go back and and warn myself almost because I think that when you're naive also the, the stakes feel a little bit lower you're willing to take some chances you're willing to kind of be imperfect and let people help you. So I think that I wanna let myself still make the mistake. So I think the only, the only piece of advice I would tell myself is just like, slow down, slow down. You're gonna to get to it all. Doesn't all have to happen today. <laughs>